So give us an example of something offensive you might say. I might say. Yeah. I think Nick likes Donald Trump. Hey, welcome to episode 27 of Front Seat Gamer. I'm Nick. I'm here with Severn. Hey, Nick. And Blake. What's up? And special guest, Carl. Hello. Welcome. Uh, so, what do you do, Carl? What do I do? Yeah. I we know work, what we do. He's I work here. at Grinding Gear Games, yeah. um, where my title is game designer slash producer. Okay, yeah. Which seems to be more and more producer and less and less game designer. Yes. But handily, we have other game designers who are awesome We've got a big team of game designers now we do um, um i often hear because i sit across from you i often hear groans about the build groans about the build which yes. is so which is a producer hallmark that's right so, <laughs> which means i care very much about um merging stuff into patches and and issues and people doing or not doing what they're meant to mm-hmm. and and getting stuff out on time and also more and more marketing which is yes feels even less and less like game design like actual work <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yes marketing is that thing you do and gets in the way of doing work yeah um, and it's the, been, but it's also the thing that makes all the money um and there's been a lot of stuff to do with marketing recently because yep. there were there were um been three big announcements over the last few weeks Oh, right. I was trying to figure out what the third one. It's Supporter Packs. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Which is also, you go, well, that's not an announcement. <laughs> that's not about the game. But but it's just a bigger it's thing. as all, all the, the money comes and in, from. And in fact, involved oodles of um, Mark II's time and my time and yep. almost oh, all right. of Paul's time. Various people's time. You probably had a lot of stuff to do with that, Severn. Surprisingly, no. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> um, so normally when we start off an episode, we discuss what we've been playing. Uh, Severin, what have you been playing? I've, I've actually gone back into Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> wow. Is yep. anybody shocked? No? Yeah. Which which platform are you playing <laughs> it on? <laughs> I'm playing on PC, Blake. Okay. Is that, the PC that new machine? better than the console? Oh, yeah. Much better. Yeah. Now, okay. just, just a reminder, how many copies of GTA Five do you own? I, I brought three. <laughs> and what have you been playing, Blake? <laughs> how much, hang on. How much money have you spent on GTA? <laughs> three copies, 300, roughly. Yeah. You could buy a, like a, a 3DS for that much money. <laughs> yeah, but can you play Grand Theft Auto Five on a 3DS? Mm, I don't know. No, I don't think so. But you can you can play um, Chinatown Wars. Mm-hmm. It's got some backwards compatibility. Yeah, I haven't I haven't played that game. That's fine. Um, <laughs> how's how's GTA treating you? Really good. You were playing it online, right? A little bit, yeah. I've been playing. Actually, I've been going through the single player. <laughs> really? Yeah, man. Whoa! I, I played through it once on PlayStation Three. Yeah, and then I never got a chance how, to play through it. How different is the single player on multiple playthroughs? Like, is it is there a lot of difference in your story you can get? It's been a long time since, but no, it follows that. It's basically there's, there's no branching. There's just the side quest you can either do or not. Because I quite like the the narrative they've got with the three guys. Mm. Yeah, and I have opinions about how the stuff you don't control is what gives people personality in a game when you play them. So yep. 
It's always mm-hmm. quite fun how it's got all those, you know, you go back to your guys and it's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Like Tre- Trevor's got that thing where you walk to him and he's like fleeing from the police and he's already got like three stars on him and you're like, what the hell? Like, I can't, <laughs> what am I doing? Um, one thing I really liked about GTA Five was when you would, uh, if you approached a quest from one of from different characters, um, like, uh, I know if, if you approach, I think it's one of the early Michael quests, uh, it just starts off in your house and you see the whole backstory that you don't see if you approach the quest from Franklin's perspective. They both can participate in the same quest, but who you enter the quest from tells you more about the story. Oh, wow. Um, like, you, I think it's the... Maybe it's Trevor. I'm trying to remember. There is there is a certain side of the story where you miss like half of the cutscene, and so you miss half the backstory. Oh man, it's, I, which I, is, I found very interesting. I didn't even realize that kind of stuff happens. Yeah, next time you do a quest <laughs> that where where like multiple people can take the quest, mm-hmm. save, try it from one side, and then try it from the other, and you'll see different sides of the story. Cool. So that's be, is that because like one of the guys would They're be just, more of a hired gun, and it's the just other guys like planning the thing one of the guys is just isn't present <laughs> at the time <laughs> like he, he literally walks in the room and goes oh what's happening oh man <laughs> <laughs> um and so naturally if you're playing from that guy's side you just don't see it oh that's cool yeah i thought that was yeah. a cool feature but also it is a bummer if you choose the wrong character and sure you just walk yeah. into a situation you don't know why yeah. um how about you uh me Blake? i've been playing fallout fallout 4 yeah uh how's that it's good it's is it, is um, it buggy. Yeah. Okay. Good. Is <laughs> it, it, is it buggy in a fun way. There's such a it's such a weird thing with um with Bethesda games, right? They totally get a pass for their bugs. Yeah, I don't know. Not what's this time. Uh, a little bit less this time. Um, people people but, are upset, but still, like people are just like, oh, it's it's just Bethesda. I think it's it really depends what form the bugs take. Mm. If they like hinder progress. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean. I've had a bug that I've heard that other people have also had that definitely made me have to reload. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, the bugs you see are not game breaking. They're right. just like a, a character that you, you know, like an enemy you see is just doing a weird thing off in the distance or, or sure. know, nearby or something like that. Like um, there was one where, uh, and this is kind of a typical, I guess, but there's a type bug is that I was going to take down a raider compound and I was eyeing the dude up in my in my um, sniper rifle, mm-hmm. and I was like, he was up on top of this tower as like the lookout, and I was eyeing him up, like getting ready to shoot, and then he just dropped through the floor onto the next level of the tower, <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, that's a bit that's a bit weird, and then he just walked up the back, stairs, back, to the same back spot. up to the same spot, a few seconds later, <laughs> dropped again, and I just watched him for like wow. I don't know a couple of minutes, just do this thing until I got bored and then <laughs> decided to shoot him. Um, but stuff like that happens all the time. And I saw a, a video of someone recently uh, in one of the towns. There was a guy just standing there, just a normal NPC. And then suddenly he just sort of moonwalked his way across the screen, like really fast <laughs> and disappeared. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, and it's, that's just typical Bethesda stuff. Yeah. And it's fine. Um, and that's the stuff they get a pass for. I think that's because, like, if you look at a game that was also very buggy on release, like Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, but that's that's um, a. Yeah. I think the difference is Bethesda gives you enough freedom that if you come across a bug that is breaking your immersion or halting mm. your progress, there are enough options to do other stuff. Yeah. Whereas it's not necessarily the case in 
an Assassin's Creed yeah. game where well, you, uh, you come across this bug and you just have to deal with it. The, the missing faces thing you're talking about where just yep. it seemed like everyone was missing a face. I like, think yeah. part of that is it's very clear with the Bethesda game. They're making a world, a simulation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so obviously stuff they're not going to get right on such a big task. Yeah, you, you like do just... Think, what happens yeah. when your horse hits a cliff kind of thing. <laughs> um, whereas if it's a much more story-based game, well, obviously they played through the story. Why didn't they fix the problem? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there there are some um, reloading bugs that were a little bit annoying that um, there are times where you need to hack uh, computers and something I found, like they you, you click on it and then your character in-game sort of uh, shifts, like the cat... I thought it was just the camera shifts the perspective to be in front of the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but your actual character moves with it, which I, I kind of didn't realize. And anything in the way, he just sort of bounces up against. And you're just <laughs> stuck in this this camera, like, like vibrating uh, sure. halfway between standing and sitting at this computer. So if there's like a, a, a couple chairs or something in front yeah, of the terminal. which there often is because uh-huh. it's a computer. Yeah. So you just have to be like, make sure you're you're standing in front of the computer as as like move this chair well out of as the possible, way. Or just move stuff out of the way. <laughs> yeah. And then you sit down and you're at it. So I've heard there's a lot of problems with hides for armor. Like they'll, when you put on a helmet or something, they'll just handily remove your head so it doesn't show but then you can get into states where your character has no head oh, after wow. you've taken the armor <laughs> off yeah uh, hides are are where you hide a segment of a body mm. right right yeah right so it doesn't show or doesn't clip right. through things yeah so we use that on path of exile for certain armor sets where uh for example the duelist's shirt might be poking through and you'll have big pink fluffy areas um that's what the, so it's it's an industry term yeah. yeah big pink fluffy areas yeah <laughs> yeah we also get into trouble with hides when we occasionally use characters for other purposes and you go well we'll just hide their head and have this bit show and then you find that their beard is part of oh some yeah. part of their torso part. or something like yeah. that mm. how about you carl what have you been playing what have i been playing i made a list because i okay. didn't play a few games so on the pc i've been playing mostly strategy games i've been playing beyond earth which is um civilization Tide, yes yep. and um which is okay-ish and Endless Legend, which is awesome. Endless Legend, I don't... I don't Endless think. Legend is um, a fantasy 4X game by a French studio who did Endless Space as well. Okay. And Endless Legend has really good um, sort of quest-based stuff in it. Mm. Um, so so I, I've actually really liked Endless Legend, um, despite it having lots of things I consider flaws in 4X games. Mm-hmm. It's like the AI's crap and the late game's crap and... Um, but everything about it else is so good, none of that matters. So why is it a trend in a lot of Forex games, like Civilization, where the end game is not good? So I think it's partially because, I mean, part of the fun is getting stuff, and once you've got mm-hmm. so much stuff, it's hard to do. Um, as well, there's kind of a, a sense of fairness that it's kind of got to be a fair fight, but then you're either getting well behind or well ahead of right. the other forces in there. Sure. So it's how do you manage that? I mean, it feels cheap when you just sort of buff up your enemies to be a challenge later. Right. Um, but then it feels bad if you just got all this busy work to slowly go and wipe people out. Mm-hmm. It also um, takes a long, long time to get to the end game of those games. Which is why I get so frustrated when it sucks. So I played Beyond Earth. And the win conditions, I can't think of a single win condition in that game that was fun. 
Like, no, they did also feel like, <laughs> and then you spend 30 turns doing this, and then you spend 30 turns yeah. doing that. And and some, if, if you didn't know how a win condition worked, it was the first time you played, you could like unintentionally screw yourself out of winning by choosing the wrong path and having the wrong setup. There was one yeah. where you had to send dudes into like empty spaces and make bases or something like that. So was, Beyond Earth had lots of weird hidden information as well. Like I had these short quests whenever you built, got a certain technology mm-hmm. that improved your, your buildings that you got for your cities. Mm-hmm. And some of the improvements were way better than the base building. Mm-hmm. Like one of them said, your um, trade routes don't get attacked by aliens was one of the choices mm-hmm. on the quest. And you would mm-hmm. never choose the other option. Right. You'd always choose mm-hmm. your... And that's the most one of the strongest techs in the game, and it's right. hidden in this little thing of when you get this technology, it will later give you a quest that will give you this choice. Yeah, and this is just a little hidden bit of information that's not on any. Mm. It, the information isn't in there anymore. Right, you just have to luck yourself into it. Yeah, right. and as soon as you know about it, it's like, well, I'm always doing that path, yeah. and I'm always doing that path early. Yeah, and they didn't remove that in the expansion either. <laughs> Are there more of those where there's always a right choice? I can't think of any as extreme as that one. Okay. Like, there's a few others where I feel there's a right choice, but I could be wrong. Yeah, and, and you, said, you were saying that they didn't change up the win conditions. Um, no, they didn't fix the win conditions. <sighs> but they made the beginning of the game really even better. Uh, <laughs> what, what win conditions are there? Because I've only played the, um, uh, what was it, the Double Civilization, and I always just had it on the win condition of, um, you know, total domination or whatever. Right, yeah. that you just so wipe Beyond out everyone. Beyond Earth has domination, but then it's got these faction-aligned ones where it's like, I bring colonists through from Earth, yep. or I you go build, back to Earth and beat it up. You build I, a you giant build, flower you and then you wait 20 turns. <laughs> um, or I become one with the planet. And then there's another one, which is you make contact with something. Space aliens. Space aliens. You, you make oh, first contact. Proper aliens. Yeah. Oh, intelligent yeah. aliens, but, I mean. But one, like in Civilization Five, the different victory conditions all feel different. Yeah. Um, and and by the second expansion, they got really good. Some of them were a bit rough, but they all felt different. But they yeah. all feel the same in Beyond Earth. Yeah, mm-hmm. you literally get to a point where it's like, and now for the next 20 turns, do this. Hmm. And then you win. And it's it so might really be, just what, it's a slight tweak. Like it's it's like, send send the units out from this point to a different point. Or, or, or to different bases for the next 20 turns. Or send units you make into the portal for the next 20 turns. Hmm. Or sit there for the next 20 turns and guard it. Yeah. And this is yeah. after several other 20 turn things, yeah. usually. Oh, wow. Um, and it's literally, it actually tells you 20 turns. It's not, I'm, I'm guessing what, 20 turns. What's, what's the difference between that and it, didn't old civilizations have um, you build like some great work and that wins sure. the game. But then you could speed up the construction process by like having really high production. Okay. Yeah. Or, and, um, and you could go attack someone building that. Right. Like, and, and completely. Whereas actually them. it's really hard to either get in the, get in the way in the beyond earth victory conditions. It's not right. usually that. It, and, it, uh, does it alert everyone that you're in, like you're doing this then? Yeah. I think so usually it does alert people. You? But the problem is, like in in another civilization game, you might feel like okay, they just started their win condition wonder. Mm-hmm. I think I can outrace them, so I'm going to start mine because oh, right. I have higher production. They have a better military, and they were able to keep me down. But now that they're focusing on that, I might have a chance. And this is okay. They've started their win condition. I am now a turn behind. I can't win. Hmm. Um, yeah, and in Civilization Five as well, the UN win feels really different to the science win. Mm. 
Um, I mean, the first version of Civ Five, culture and science felt a bit similar, but they've sort of differenced them up a yep. bit more now. Um, culture wins are really hard now. Yes, but they're more interesting. They are. You, have, um, you, you make them take your culture. So there's science and <laughs> culture and um, domination, um, which always feels like the easy out. Yeah. Um, there's also, has religion also got its own weakness? I'm trying to remember what, there is another one. Yeah. But I forget what it is. Um, yeah, I remember. There's the space race. That is the science one, isn't it? Space race is science. Yeah. Eh, I don't remember. But yeah, they do feel different, and and you can definitely pursue one very aggressively. And I don't. I felt like that wasn't really possible. The, the way you pursue it in Beyond Earth is more like you've taken this fork, yeah, and so you, you just follow this fork until mm. it's it's timed out end, and everyone sort of approximately lands on the same time. So, by the way, I have 20 games on my list. And I'm up to number three. Um, awesome. Anno 2205. Um, okay, cool. I like that series, yeah. Um, yes, although have you, you haven't played 2205. I thought it was a massive downgrade on 2070. I was actually okay. very disappointed in it. Although it's very pretty. It's exceptionally pretty. Like the mountains look like damn mountains, and mm. I haven't seen that in a game before. Mm-hmm. Um but the the gameplay, I, I'm, it feels really dumbed down, and all the good stuff's been taken away. Oh, really? Um, and other PC games. Last week, I went to the Media Design School, which you went to as yeah, well. And yeah. They had their end of year like demonstration, mm-hmm. and they had like twenty student games there, mm-hmm. and many of them were very good. And then there were ones that I played that were on Greenlight and had like flown through Greenlight in four weeks. Wow. Um, so the two I'd played that were on green, no, three I played on green light were Dolly, which is like a really hard platformer that's very pretty. It's got sort of quite a distinct art style. Okay. And then it's kind of got, um, it's a little bit like Super Meat Boy, but it's not like time, it's not like super fast levels, but it's right. just like a hard platformer. Uh-huh. Um, and that was really quite good. And Split, which was a puzzle game where you've got this cube and you split it into parts and stand on buttons okay and that also went through green light but it feels mm. a bit clunkier mm-hmm. um ton of guns was another one which was quite that's well a done. lot of guns yeah i would say there's too many them. guns yeah you, i saw, you can't really use that many guns at once i saw someone with a t-shirt that said ton of guns and it was basically there's these modular levels made out of these like set piece rooms mm-hmm. and then you have your guys go and they get upgrades for their guns and they shoot the enemies many of which are gimmicky like they've got a shield from one side so you've got to get behind right them. Mm-hmm. um and it's designed to be ideally played by two but when i went to play it one of the controllers was broken so it played with just me <laughs> and it was like ah oh. so i didn't get the full experience of that mm-hmm. one um and do- the the dolly and split were like first year projects wow. um and there, there, there were third year ones were like much bigger games but not quite as honed but it was quite disturbing how good the first year projects yeah, were. Yeah, like MDS stepping up their game. Yeah, well, I think it's also the students aren't arriving, not interested, like kind of wanting to make games. They've right. like they've watched YouTube videos and they've mm. got an engine. At they home might already have some basic and skills. And they've been making a game through high school and they get to right. MDS and they're hitting the ground running. Mm. Um, like the different, like the first year, it was quite weird. There was like first year, second year, and third year students, and it was almost like the quality of some of these were invest. Wow! Admittedly, the the third year students are making much bigger games, sure. Um, which you know drag you down pretty yep. fast when mm. you're trying to do good stuff. But the- I was talking to one of the students there. Um, 
I can't remember the name of the game he made, uh, but uh, he was saying something that was a like reminded me of when I was a student was that they um, they started their project and it was like a huge thing. They wanted to do all this stuff and then realized as the pro- as the project progressed, they couldn't do like even a quarter of the stuff that they were planning to do, and they just had to like start cutting features like yep. all over the place. Right. And I was like, that's exactly what. Um, I did when I was a student and it's, it sounds like that's and I, I was saying to him like that that seems to be something that they can't like the, the tutors can't really teach like you have to almost go through that scope I, I also yeah. feel like yeah. the tutors kind of encourage them to try throw everything in yeah so we'll burn these students there. <laughs> we'll know what hits them yeah. there's one I played called Metamorphosis which was obviously inspired by Dark Souls um, and it was kind of cool but the combat was like you could tell what they were trying to do, and yeah. it just it wasn't there, and the controls right. were everything felt. It's like yes, they knew what moves, and they had a combo system in the combat, but everything was slowly, slightly mistimed. Oh right? yeah. Um, and when you've got like oh, I'm doing a three set combo, and I can tell they've planned this, and it's a cool idea, but nothing just quite works at the uh, right time. Doesn't it? Doesn't feel impactful. But it was or, a real pretty mm-hmm. world, and it had like upgrades, and I could do leap slams which felt mistimed, but I could see what they were trying to do mm-hmm. with them. And it was obviously intended. You could do clever stuff with the combat, like hitting people just at the right moment. Right. Um, and then non-computer games, I played 504, which was okay. awesome. It's, so that's the that's a modular board game. Right. right. So I have to explain why I think this is cool. And I think this is cool because I'm interested in game mechanics. And I think this will appear much more to game designers than almost anyone else. <laughs> so 504 <laughs> is a game by a guy called Freeman Fries, who makes has made a variety of board games. And he's quite innovative, but sometimes his games can be a bit clunky. Um, he's probably most famous for Power Grid, um, which is quite a good board game where you build a power grid and you play power companies. Okay. Um, but 504 is, there are nine modules in this and they're modules like pick up and deliver or um, military or area control, like things, they're basically, each module is a mechanic that a game right. could have. Sure. And each game you play, you randomly pick three modules and they go into sort of a an order and you have this literal flip book of rules mm-hmm. where you turn to the right page at the top and the right page in the middle and the right page at the bottom. And and it gives you your list of mechanics and your set of rules. And then the rules are full of exceptions. Like if you're playing with this other module, do that. Mm. Um, so the game we specifically played on Wednesday night was um, exploration, military, area control. So all the tile there were tiles and they mm-hmm. started off off board and we started on some cities and we had to go explore areas and get points for exploring and then there were also points for controlling specific terrain types and as well we could go beat each other up but it actually mm. played really well like mm-hmm. better than i was expecting huh. because the concept was cool enough that i didn't i cared that someone had been able to make this at all but at least the particular one we played which was five four seven i think was actually a very cool game where you five four seven that's higher than 504. Well, 504 is how many games there are, but each game <laughs> Five, is defined each, by, by a specific by, number of the module. By the number of the module. Yeah, right. So, and the order of the modules matters as well. Yeah. Like, so if we played 457, it would have played different. differently. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think that the version you played, because I've heard other people saying at work that it was fun. 
do you think that it was a fluke? That's a really good question because the exploration had some cool mechanics. You yep. went out there and you explored stuff and then the fighting was quite well-tuned like it was set right. up. But there were some rough edges where it, things didn't quite gel, but it was like this is clearly because they haven't play-tested this a hundred times mm, and, and made the best out. version of this. Yeah, And like some of the rules we got were obviously intended to go like they, they worked okay for this, but they might have been, you know, like for example um i was the first player and i had slightly less income mm -hmm. um for one of the modules mm -hmm. and which for the exploration which made sense but we played complete rounds and then because of the area control um and the military combined mm -hmm. was a tension between those two modules um when you attacked an area you could swing the points by 12 points or more yeah um, and going last was a huge advantage there because you could say, I, this is where I'm at with the area control. Mm -hmm. I'll go attack these areas and that means suddenly I've got the most and right. you've got the least. Mm -hmm. um, so it turned out going last was this huge advantage. Right. So you were disadvantaged twice because you had least yeah, options for subtle. choosing areas. Um, not just because I lost to Nikolai, <laughs> who was in that last position. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, and he understood like how the exploration worked really well. So yeah. he made some really good early decisions. So, mm. so he'd made some good decisions based on basically playing. And we'll probably never play that game again, that particular variant. Right. We'll try it with some different modules. So, um, hmm. so I'm keen to try one. Everyone's excited to say, but do we want to do completely three different modules? It might be cool to do hmm. one the same and see how it plays right. differently with the other ones. Yeah. It's, I, I would be very curious to see if there is one that just doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, it would almost kind of be cooler if there could be a broken <laughs> yeah. game out if of the box. There's one that we're <laughs> going first, you can't lose or something. Um, but there's, there's sort of this base game components that are sort of similar throughout them which they can vary a bit depending on the modules mm -hmm. and i think they may have made that like the, broad enough the, su the supporting base and and we'll f maybe it's too big okay. and we'll find that if you play it lots of times it, it kind of all feels the same right yeah but it's yeah. hard to imagine that one which has trolleys that you pick up goods and deliver them um is like so, and that can right. happen as one of the variations yeah, it'll be. It, and, and I can imagine no that feeling people. the same as military or something. Yeah, that's mm. right. Mm. I want to play that. I I couldn't play that because I was busy doing trivia, which we covered last that week. Sounds that sounds incredible. <laughs> um, yeah. So I I got it because it was this high concept game. Yeah. And if it was bad, I would have gone. Well, this is a cool idea. Shame he couldn't pull it off. <laughs> but then then it was good as well. So the mm. last concept game that I bought was wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, but it was still a cool idea. So mm -hmm. the last game that excited me as much for crazy game design idea was a game called Romance of the Nine Kingdoms, which is the 15th edition wow. competition set of a CCG <laughs> that doesn't exist. And so you buy the decks that were used in the final, like the top five decks. Um, but the, in a final that didn't happen. That didn't happen for a game that <laughs> didn't exist until this box set exists. Now, there, wa there was a movie that existed at the same time about this final. So it, it didn't quite <laughs> exist in a vacuum. Um, so Wait, was, the, was the movie real or is the movie only within the context of the board so game? The movie <laughs> is part of a series called The Gamers, which is a very funny set of movies that some guys huh. in some city in the States make. Okay. Um, and then the third one's about a CCG and it's like where they play in the finals 
like one of them plays in the finals and it's all involved in the story. Right. Yep. But as part of the Kickstarter for getting that made, they said, oh, we'll talk to our friends at AEG and they'll <laughs> actually make the game. Mm. But the box is, is like sold, like it doesn't let on that there's anything fake about this. Yeah. It says, you know, this is the 15th edition <laughs> oh World <my> Championship set. <laughs> and the mechanics are kind of designed to make it feel like it's an old game that's been going for a while and wow <laughs> but they kind of what i didn't like about it is they kind of wimped out is that the cards feel like they're from the starter set of a game oh, and they're not oh, super okay. powerful and they're not ridiculous whereas no broken an combos. actual 15th edition mm-hmm. set of the top decks played would be you'd insane have, you'd have two turn kills but and it, also just in the movie they have this like there's a card someone plays and it says and now i search my deck for three cards like three <laughs> specific cards which when I, I saw the movie first I yeah. thought that's awesome they've got like <laughs> stupid high-end cards yeah. like you would never get away like tutoring effects like that if they're one card are super powerful <laughs> yeah so tutoring for three is about the most ridiculous thing you could get <laughs> tutoring for sort of anybody who doesn't and know then in the actual card game it's like the same card gives you a plus one bonus uh, for an attack and it's like uh, I wanted like, you wanted the, you wanted the yeah. one that gets you three cards. Yeah, yeah or at least sure. the sort of ridiculous things yeah. you get in a old CCG. But I, I imagine that's actually hard to make up something that insane and that results from 15 years of mm. people playing it. And, and is it still a balanced and fun game to play? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's hard. Um, it was, that's a um, long list of games. Is there, are there more? Yes. <laughs> I'm still going. <laughs> awesome. Um, I've played Magic the Gathering now on mobile. I've also played a game called Free Blade, which I was showing Blake. Yeah, earlier, that looked very cool. Um, which is this um, Warhammer themed. You have a mech from the Warhammer 40k universe and you go through and play. But it also has, as well as being very pretty and kind of fun to play, it has every pay to win feature that one could possibly put right. into a mobile game. Okay, well, that's terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but it's, it's so a- unabashed about it that it literally. Do you play against other players? Um, there are like leaderboards, but you don't play directly okay. directly against other. All players. Right, well, that's not so bad. It's it's sort of like a pay. Is make the game as easy as you want with as much money as you want. But you don't have to engage with the free other uh, the microtransactions. Well, interestingly, right? at stage two of the campaign, like I've done three missions, my gear on my mech was good, not good enough to continue. Really? Yeah. So, so are they basically saying or, you need to buy some or, or grind for ages. Yeah. I'm going to skip uh, that one. Yeah. So it was, <laughs> and, shame. and it's like, so, and it's got cosmetics, right? And then I discovered you get a livery bonus for your cosmetics that mm. affects the gameplay. What? And then there's an experience track, uh, which, um, called, so I can't remember what it's called. Loyalty. Which is based strictly on how many packs and stuff you've bought. Wow. So, which is a mechanic I've seen before, but only in Chinese like <laughs> magic staircase sucks. kind of strategy yeah. games, which are fully pay to win. And this is the first time I've ever seen it in a. I wonder how much money they are making from that game. I don't know. They've been promoted by Apple pretty heavily at the moment, mm. so they definitely got people playing it. It's well, a very good-looking game but, too. But the funnel's in your face. It's not. It's not unabashed about asking mm. for your money. Well, I would prefer a game that is a little bit like. And now you can, you know, you you may, you'll get a, con- a free continue for clicking on an ad or whatever. But or, or you know, so you so buy- this gives you bonuses for ads, but they're different bonuses than the other oh things. Oh, and man. so you've got to kind of like if you're maximizing it. Yeah, you'd have to do both. 
See that? I don't Jeez. like that at all. I don't like. I don't want. I don't want a game that's so upfront about how much power you'll get for so spending money. It fascinates me by just literally how over the top this is. That sounds like a bummer. Um, <laughs> will you will you like continue playing bummer. it though? Like you said, you kind of hit that wall. Well, where... there's not a lot of like the actual game is where you you just sort of click and yeah, like it's it, basically it, a rail shooter Jeez. with some special weapons. And, yeah, and like many, it looks nice. Many <laughs> like mobile, oh, it looks so pretty. Yeah, okay. and like really many nice. mobile games, it's quite a good toy. I don't, I don't play a mobile game for uh, to look good. There was another one I played recently <laughs> called um, Hitman Sniper, uh-huh. and I, I played it, and I went, this level's really pretty. And then I got through the first stage of the campaign. I thought oh, I can't wait to see another room, basically. Yeah. Um, and it was the same area, so it was like this one oh. complex oh. of three buildings, and you're a sniper, and you, and and but it's always the same set of buildings right. and the people always behave the same way mm. so it's basically like they've made quite a good mini game yeah and now you play the mini game until you get bored. and then they've got this whole free-to-play yeah. progression mm. system and that one wasn't very heinous you could, i happily played that pay no money mm-hmm. um whereas free blade is like and now you stop <laughs> <laughs> and, and now now is the part of the game where you give us money yeah <laughs> a, a wallet check yeah a gear check yeah it sucks. That's tough. I don't want to. Now, Severn, you, you care a lot about aesthetics. Wait, what's annoying about that game is it's called Freeblade. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, and it's got free in the title. So Freeblade uh, is the name of your mech, but it is yeah. kind of obnoxious that it's, it's actually got free in the name of it. Payblade. Yeah. Um, now, you, you care a lot about aesthetics. I, I do. And you, play, you played um, the Fallout Shelter mobile game for a while, right? Yep. yep. Do you care about the way a game looks on your phone? Not really. No. Interesting. See, I don't either, but I also don't really care that much about aesthetics in a game. Yeah. Well, I know mobile phones aren't powerful anyway. Right. You, you're catering to a large... Yeah. Pl- and, and the ones space. that are pretty are literally like, there is a room. Mm. You can... If, if you know vaguely at all about the engine, you can tell... You see the limitations at play. Right. Yeah. Like but, Freeblade, there is, there is... You go down a corridor. Yeah. And you know it's not going to be much bigger than that. Great. There's, there's no room for it to be And you know than. that there are, there are not polygons... Wherever you can't see it, <laughs> there's a there's a crate. There's nothing on the back of that crate because you can't see behind it. <laughs> we do that too, though. Yeah, yeah that, that's just I do that all the time. Yeah. That's just a smart way to make yeah, it. No, yeah, it totally is. But but I so I remember I played. There was some zombie shooter game on on mobile phone. This is a couple years ago, and it looked really nice. And I played it for like a minute. I was like, yeah, that was really pretty, and it took up a gig on my phone. Oh, I'm wow. deleting that immediately. And I have like I I don't I decided. I don't care about how a game looks on my phone. So when someone, I, when when you tell me that it's pretty, that just doesn't even but register. Also, you also know I, <laughs> I like games with mechanics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Five oh four. Sure. You know. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's modules aren't pretty at all. They're right. just you know. What? Are, do you, are, are is there enough gameplay in Freeblade that you could see a reason to pay? Um. So the. Much of the gameplay, I guess, is in the gear system as well. But sure. really, it is like it's it's you move your finger along and you kill the guys. There's not a lot of gameplay at all. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound good. Yeah. Nope. It does have that whole, um, you know, random loot drop stuff, and and it's of course and, it does, man. It's a, it's a play right. slot machine. I can I can, exp- <laughs> I can I can experience that for free on a certain game yeah. that I like. I know, but it's got Do the whole. Know? It's got the whole like. <laughs> It's got that whole like color coded loot, like you know, green and uh-huh. purple and cool. Yeah, and yeah. that that's that hooks into that hooks into. We should people. use that. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other one on, on my list of games I'd played, which um, you guys know because I'd already told you, was this War of Mine. Yes. Which is really, very good. So you wanted us to play it in advance of this. Yes, I said play this game and yes. we'll talk just just in case we ran out of things to talk about, which apparently I should have. <laughs> I don't think we were going to, with the list of games. You should, anyway. have, you should have given us this li- that list and said, here, play well, these just, games. What have I played since the last six months? What have I played since the last podcast? And I just started writing and then at the end of it, I went. That's a lot of games. Yeah, a lot of games. In, in middle two east, weeks. Um, six of these were from that one evening at the, okay. the, yeah, yeah, the media design true. school. So that I, was just, just about that again. Like it's, Kind of makes me a little bit depressed seeing um, the the student the quality of student work now because I remember back then. Blake, my- it's it's not changed, man. <laughs> it hasn't changed when when you when we left media yeah. design school. The the new classes coming up after us made better stuff. It's, they, it, it's, it's crazy. Like so so I've got a little Unity hobby game. I've yeah. been pottering around on it. I went, oh man, I'm gonna step my game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of intimidating. Yeah. So uh, this war of mine, we're at, we are yes. forty minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> so this okay. is the game that we, I think, Blake played, I played, Carl's played, Severn <laughs> skipped it. <laughs> wow, yeah. I didn't have. Don't know the title. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious. <laughs> Do you want me to explain why I didn't? Sure, play? go for it. I I just not interested in that kind of game. <laughs> oh man. So what is the the thing specifically that turned you off about it? It needs to look a certain way. It is on it is on mobile. It, it, it is. Yeah. It has got a very distinct art style. So it's kind of got a um, black and white drawn cross hatching. It's, yeah, it's not quite black or white. It's it's like three D, but then they have like a a, a pencil shader. Mm. Yeah, but it's not filter quite, that goes over the textures. And it, it's a side view, but yeah, you are right. It is a three D yeah. engine, um, and it's not quite right rotoscope looking. Right, but it is. Is it looks sort of like a. It looks like an aha video. Yeah, like like a sort of, <laughs> and it presumably is meant to look like a war diary kind of sketch or yeah. something. But oh, it, is that the the reasoning behind it? I don't know. I, it, I don't know actually I like what the, the reason. It. And it's got a distinct style. And it, what's funny is it's usually the distinct art styles like that, which means if you play this in ten years, it won't look bad. Right. Mm. Whereas often the the best looking games, you look at them at ten years and you go, this looks like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I found when I was playing it that the art didn't even matter because they had icons that are the things that you interact with. Right. And at no point does it matter whether you're looking at stairs or a ladder or there's a bicycle in the background. Yep. If there's a little hand icon, you can click mm-hmm. on it and that's what you interact that's with. That's true. And, and it, it just gives it a feel and puts you in place that you're in war. Mm. Whereas it, like mm. the sound icons, the little red flashes are more important to the gameplay. Mm. Um, sound icons. Yeah, so when there's footsteps. Oh, oh yes, I know you're talking about. Red, yes, sure, sure. Which sure. Is, you go, is that a rat or is that a person? Is it yeah. walking like a person? Mm-hmm. And that is usually the brightest thing in the scene too. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's a very like yeah. gray and dark. And well, and you also only see the red flashing when it's not in line of sight. So a lot of the art styles seem to be for the mood. Yeah. I um, mm-hmm. like the music and man, the, the scavenging music <laughs> like makes it really feel really tense. Yeah, so I I played a bit. I played it last night and this morning. Um, I was really enjoying it. Last night it was very scavenging was very tense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did I scavenged an area that just made me feel like a terrible person. Oh, wow. oh, 
I think, do you know what area I'm talking about? Um, uh, well, I haven't scavenged um, all the areas, but okay. there were, but also there were you might there were know the same areas. There yeah. was actually a lot of content in it. Yes. Um, so um, you may not have, you may have had an area areas. we have not seen. Um, no, this was a very early one. This, unless it's unlocked randomly. It, 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 yeah, there's quite a lot of randomness, okay. I think, into it. Um, uh, this was an old couple's home. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And yeah, did I you didn't, need food? I did need food and meds, and I didn't take it from them. Oh, I did take some, like, just, like, raw materials, and the old guy was, like, really sad that I was taking the stuff. And then I pulled out my crowbar to, like, open up their basement, and he ran away and told his sick old wife to run as well. And I ran upstairs. And then you get home later that night, and he's like, oh, man. I, I stole from an old couple. So, I don't great. think we've explained this game, but to give background, it's set in the 90s, not specifically in it's, Siege of Sarah. It's like an Eastern European war-torn country. But yeah, it is, it is sort of, it, it's what it's based on. And yeah. the, the devs are from Poland. They're actually X. Is it Code Red X? I'm not sure. Didn't um, some of them live through some sort of... Yeah, I, like that, I should I have think. done more reading about this. But, yeah, like, um, I'm, I'm, I really want to say that I heard that they've, like, some of them have lived through a war time. And your guys time. are basically civilians yep. of the city, yep. war torn city, trying to survive. Yep. And so you've, you're in like a, a ruined house, and your first task is basically to scavenge the house, find supplies, because you're hungry and tired and injured and sick. And. You basically want to see. You want to survive. You want mm. to. You want to outlast the war. Yeah. I don't even know if it's possible. I'm guessing from what I've played, it's just live as long so, as you can, and you're going to lose. So I, I gather it is possible to win. But even when you hit the ground running and you do all the right things, or what you think are the right things mm-hmm. from last time you played, uh-huh. the game has obstacles. Like yep. it does not get easy. And in fact, lots of of the survival strategy games at the moment they do kind of hit this point where they get easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't found it in this game. Yeah, like we were we were talking earlier that this is really survival. It's a su- the most survival game I've probably ever played. Yeah, and the other thing it pulls on you and it pulls it on you pretty early is you have to one care about the mood of your people, so you yep. have to make sure they're happy. And they don't like well, not all of them like killing people. Like they're pretty anti-killing people. Yeah. And like first time I go, I had this guy Pavel, and I thought I'll send him off scavenging. He's a fast runner. He seems pretty fit. And I had him kill some guys in a house. And the next day, he was depressed. Mm-hmm. And when the guy's depressed, you tell them to do something, and they'll just stop in the middle. And then very shortly afterwards, he was broken. And broken oh. means they won't do anything. And he was just depressed <laughs> and broken <laughs> and did nothing. And you could, like, say, go eat some food, and he'll start the, the little eating. Everything takes time in the game. Yep. And then he stops halfway through, and you're looking at him later going, he didn't even eat the food. He's hungry. And then he committed suicide the oh next night. <laughs> wow. and, then, and then also doing that, though, has a dominoes effect because anyone that's in the house when he commits suicide also gets starts yeah. getting sad. And, and one of them was also sad because he'd come home and said, oh, I killed these people and I feel really bad. And this other person got depressed about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah so I, I st- when I stole from the old couple, they were like bummed out that I stole from the old couple. And then they just kept talking about it. Like, <laughs> there would be this guy sitting in the one chair in the house going, really hope that old couple's okay. Oh, man. That woman great. did not look healthy. Hope so, she has medicine. I so stole some of it. In the current <laughs> game I'm going, where I'm up to day 17, 
I traded with some some medicine to people and I got someone to the state of content. Yep. And there oh, was wow. a guy who came and said, help us get some people out of this house. And he went away and came back injured and tired. Yep. And everyone was super happy about it. So, <laughs> Real? Um, But cool. that being said, there are characters which like that you can kill people with and they they don't get depressed. Oh, like, so there are actually personalities to the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like it's not that oh it teaches you killing people are bad yeah. it is telling just, you some there are people, different people some people are not up for this and they're really upset yeah and you're better off start they'll be happier starving than they will be yeah um whereas there are other characters that you know don't mind so much uh in the game that i've been playing uh i i have played very passively <laughs> in terms of I haven't got any weapons. I haven't wow. harmed anybody. You're not helping anyone either. I have, right? I, oh, I did. I gave medicine. To, I gave medicine to some children. Whoa! Um, and I keep getting raided. <laughs> right. People keep every time I go out to scavenge, my house is raided. Oh man! People so, get injured. I so lose all my build, food. Build, build <laughs> shovels, shovels, and crowbars. And have people on guard. So I, I've hit this very much like a strategy game. Yeah. Yep. And what's interesting is that you kind of need to hit it like really hard strategy wise and go like I've got my build list. Mm-hmm. And it's still, the game still hits you hard. Mm, yeah. It still will kill you. Um, and you still kind of have, it hits you with the, well, you can't be not nice. You know, if you kill someone, right. you might depress someone. But it's it's very interesting. Um, and I'm, I'm probably going to play a lot more. But man, it's just a bummer too. <laughs> what's the what's the longest you've lived for? Um, I think I've made twenty days. My shortest is like so. I, the first game I think it softballs you a bit. It sort of sets you up with a. It's not always the same group of three people, mm. but I think there's usually. Um, I think they deliberately give you someone who gets depressed very easily. Okay. To to sort of do that, and they start you off in summer. Like, yeah. And I, I started uh-huh. one in winter, uh-huh. and it's like, burn everything. <laughs> do I burn things to live, or do I burn things for fuel oh my God. to be able to cook food? Yeah. It's like, screw cooking food. I'll go out, scavenge some canned food, and we'll eat raw meat or whatever. Right, man. Um, I, yeah, I, I noticed that because... Um, when I the first game I played, people they were make my characters were making comments saying like, "Oh, thank God it's not winter," and and things like that. Yeah. The other thing to learn is not to burn your books. Really? Yeah. A few, a few. I burned a few, but I left a few as well. But right. then they started vanishing. So. Well, because the raiders. Because the raiders. <laughs> <laughs> people like books. Yeah. Well, well, and in fact, I've, also, if you get someone who says, "Oh, it's like a library in here now," and they sit down and they start reading. Don't interrupt them as well because oh. that might help their mood. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, reading and I think radio also helps mood, right? I haven't built a radio yet. But. Yeah, radio radio is actually really useful because like it tells you stuff that's happening. Oh. And like so, you know, if there's people out with guns, you need to know about that. And, I I first thing I built was a bed. No, I think the first thing I built was a heater. So the, I my my build list is shovels a must have because mm-hmm. you've got to have a shovel to clear your house out quickly. Yep. And you want a shovel when raining. Then a bed because you've got to have your guy who returns from scavenging recover, mm-hmm. and then you need someone to sleep at night. Mm. Yep. Um, but you only need one bed for you don't need a second bed for ages. Okay, what? I made I made three I made, beds. I made two. <laughs> yeah, but that that's a luxury. Like <laughs> like you can cycle two guys through a bed during a day and get them not tired. Yeah. Um, and then make someone not tired at the end of the day. Um, and if you've got four people, you can kind of get by with just one bed. 
Um, oh, man. Can you not sleep on the floor? You can, but it's not as... They, always, oh, they wake up. Like, like, literally, yeah. on your strategic menu, it is sleep in bed, sleep on floor, mm. guard or scavenge. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so like, and this is the kind of strategic choice you're making in this game. Man, like, you can't say, hey, two of you, share that bed. <laughs> Double up. Yeah. Come and tell. So, <laughs> so the beds you make are out of, like, eight planks. Yeah. Okay. And some I think papers. that's kind of... I, I actually think that's kind of, like... A slight flaw, maybe of it of is the game. very kind of when when you play it a bit, it's quite abstracted and quite yeah. nerdy. Oh yes, but I mean, it's the, also the, weird the order in which you can build things. You can build a radio and a bed and a water filter before you can build a saw. <laughs> right, yeah, because you, you've got to build another tool bench to build. Yeah, so it's kind of got that. It's got that artiest kind of. Tech it's, tree, yeah. yeah, but the tech tree is all backwards. Uh, <laughs> For me, also, but the radio is built out of like leftover electronics parts, which are probably yeah. a battery and a radio. <laughs> <laughs> radio, <laughs> <laughs> but, but also just like the the fact that they need a proper bed. Like, couldn't they just have some mattresses on the ground? Like, forget about the wood planks. We could you know, like use that for to yeah. make something else. Just. You know, so put the uh, put the the mattressy it stuff takes on the you ground well before you start to have these realizations. Yeah. Like it puts you in the right mood, and it mm-hmm. feels like the interface feels quite nice, and you don't really go. It's mm. crazy that you need eight planks for a bed. Mm. You just sort of go. I need to scavenge. Yeah, yeah. Get some yes. stuff and make. I, I make found, my cooker. Cooker's important. Got to yeah. get a cooker real early. Yeah. I found um, trying to figure out what I I started selling things for barter. Like there's a guy who comes to the door regularly yeah. to barter. Mm. And I was just giving away stuff to get food, not realizing that I could like use all those things to build a cooker to make oh, that food right. more efficient and that I needed water to make soups. And- yeah. The, so um, this is, if you get a vegetable and a meat and a bunch of water and fuel, yeah. is like the most efficient meal. Yeah. You can make two meals. For slightly less materials. For slightly than, less materials. Than one per meal. It's, it's also weird you start going, okay, I need two two water collectors and then i run my foot like once once you actually get stuff mm. and you can keep your stuff and you mm. because Not keeping stuff is real hard so do you just need one person to guard with a weapon of some kind and you won't get raided um so you need at least one person guarding i don't know if it helps to it probably does help to have more guarding but if you have a weapon for each person even if they're set to sleep that helps okay mm. okay um they'll fight people off mm. Well, we're almost out of time for this episode. Uh, we've got some questions. Do we want to make this a double episode? How much time have you got? Anyone? Anyone? I think we've got ten minutes. Got, got opinions about <laughs> about? Oh, I've I've got a little stat that um is kind of interesting. Do it, man. Okay. Uh, about Fallout Four. Uh huh. So the day that Fallout Four came out. Oh, I heard <laughs> the uh, the site Pornhub. <laughs> Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> had a had a drop in ten uh, percent of visitors. Mm. So Fallout Four, which is a good game, and I'll probably play it Christmas. The biggest thing that's made me want to play it recently is everyone at work has been playing it and talking about mm. it. Yeah, and yeah. that is basically the if you go into the kitchen and you want to grab yourself a drink, there'll be two people there talking about Fallout mm. Four. Not the same two people, but it is it is a, a game. It is actually tending to play. Just to be involved in the conversation. Yeah, it, it is a game that's like, it's got its flaws and it's got its bugs and some of them are super distracting. But at the same time, I just keep thinking about it all the time and talking about it and want, wanting to play it. So it, it's, you know, it's fun. It's, there's something there. I 
I found it difficult to get into Fallout 3, whereas I find like the Elder Scrolls series super easy to get into. Okay. Uh, did you play New Vegas? No. So New Vegas, as far as I could tell, was made for people who played Fallout 1 because it was like, oh, mm. it's like oh. Fallout 3, only good and like Fallout. <laughs> this is what I hear. Uh, that's, that's funny because I didn't like Vegas as much. See, but I, uh, did you play Fallout 1? Uh, no, I played, so, I played so Fallout Literally, tactics. it plays on nostalgia a bit. Uh, it, right. it, is, it is like going, oh, it's a proper talk menu. It's not necessarily a better talk menu, <laughs> but it's a Fallout 1 talk menu. Oh. Um, you know, there are Fallout 1 kind of conversations mm. um, where your stats matter. Um, yeah, but there's no I, mud crabs, so. I like I like the um, <laughs> New Vegas had that survival mechanic that I quite liked where you had to eat and drink every so often and sleep or you get tired and start like losing. That's horrible. It was, it That's was why cool. I, I don't the, like games <laughs> like Don't Starve. And I, <laughs> yeah, Don't Starve. And I was bummed out that like uh, 4 doesn't have that. I just assumed it would. Mm. All right. So for, Fallout 4 feels like a sequel to Fallout 3, not yeah, a sequel it, to Yeah, it New really Vegas. is. It really is. And um, I mean, they've oh, got- I haven't played it, but that's what I- uh, They've yeah. got like the whole uh, base building, st- like minecraft Is that actually sort of good? Um, it's clunky to use, but it is fun. <laughs> like it, 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 I did spend quite a lot of time um, building up my base but- and, and doing all that. And it's fun because like- it, it, it's this feeling of uh, you're bringing civilization back to the wasteland because you set up you can set up like multiple settlements all over the place um, and you build like a radio tower and people come and move in and they start like planting stuff for you and and you can set up shops and caravans and all this sort of stuff so it's like you're building your own little civilization out in this wasteland does it ever regress like if you're attacked? Can it if if you neglect it for long enough? Yeah, I actually I don't know. Like if you're at- I guess if you're attacked and you don't have enough defenses and you don't go and defend, then they will just kill everyone and kind of take over the place. And I guess you'd have to like clear it out again. But from what I've heard, that uh, I haven't been raided yet. Mm. Um, but from what I've heard, that the raiding is not as brutal as people were expecting. Right. Like I've heard, I've heard people say that they've set up like these massive defenses and they just never get raided. Mm. Probably because they have those massive defenses. Maybe, yeah, probably actually, <laughs> probably. But I mean, I Whereas, look at that and go, I was oh, actually like, cave. I set up this cool ass defense with like this wall and like these turrets and like a a sniper spot and stuff, and I was just like, great, I can't wait to get raided. It's going to be so much fun, and I still haven't been raided. So it sounds like they've kind of pitched that wrong. They've not realized how serious people will take. This. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, the thing that people keep saying is that just wait for the mods, you know, um, which that's, is such that, a weird. The, the, it is always weird when you literally hear from day one people go, "Yeah, oh, it doesn't matter. It'll be a mod it, soon that'll fix that." Yeah, it's like it's just Bethesda just get a complete pass because of the, their really yeah. good mod support they've always people, had. People are are buying it more on the promise of what it can be. Yeah, than what I, it is. I think that's what it is. And I've I've already like I've been playing it for like maybe a week and a half now. I've already installed two mods. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't even have like Steam Workshop support yet. All <laughs> oh, right, so you've you've actually gone to third party. There are mods you made. Yeah, you grabs mod. Have you yeah. got a mod manager yet? Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, but I mean, the thing is, the game is a lot of fun, and there's just these mods are just going to make it even better. You know, how long do you see yourself playing it for? Um, I I actually don't know. Like, I played Fallout Three for a long time, but nowhere near as much as Skyrim. Mm. Um, I'll I'll be playing it for a 
at least a few more months over Christmas, over New Year. That's, a, that's quite a long time. Yeah, I'm probably playing it for, I don't know, four or five months, I bet. So is this going to be your game for the next... Like, are you Half a year, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I've also got The Witcher that I haven't finished. And that's right. a that's a game that I've been playing for probably... Well, when did it come out? Like five months ago. Mm. Yeah. I bought the DLC. I'm not even up to the, the DLC yet. Uh, have you not been doing the main quest line? Or you, um, you've been- I've been doing the main quest line, but I've also been doing tons of side quests as well right yeah and uh, people have said to me like oh just just mainline the the main quest stuff and you you get through it real fast but i mean that's fun but the side quests i'm finding so much fun anyway that, well that's good yeah if, if you're happy doing that yeah i assume we're going double episode of the yeah so I, I think we're, we're basically out of time for this episode we've got a couple minutes left but i think we'll wrap it up now and we'll have a second episode that's going to be a lot of questions from our listeners cool. slash people who will specifically listen to the question episode because <laughs> they're bad at exhaustion. They're all going to be pissed off <laughs> yeah. now because they've They'll- just listened for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and and tune in. Think- Psych. <laughs> so I guess it's like tune in like two yeah. weeks from now. Uh, yeah, something. Yeah, probably two weeks from now. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, in, in two weeks, Carl will answer your questions. Um, so if you have questions to ask... They're not going to be asked in this next episode unless you've already asked them. Well, we but could. you can still email your questions to frenziequestions at gmail.com or tweet at frenzycast or go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash frenzycast uh, and ask us stuff. Uh, before we go, I should also thank uh, Leanne for making our new logo. Oh, yes. Oh, yep. Yeah. yeah it the, looks really good. It's pretty sweet. Makes me look like a real jerk. Yep. <laughs> So accurate. Yep. Did you give some art direction on this? Said make Nick oh, look like a real vague. Jerk. All, all, all we just, wanted was like said, make us sure in a couch. Nick looks like a jerk. <laughs> oh yeah, we definitely did that. Well, actually, like, I just I just sent her a picture of Nick and she just took it. Like, that guy just looks like a jerk straight away. <laughs> yeah, she she listens to the podcast. Oh yeah, she <laughs> listens to the podcast. She, she, she knows exactly. What I'm <laughs> Nick is always kicking <laughs> Severn in the face. Well, that's all we have time for. Uh, <laughs> Yep, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> so did you did you find this war of mine fun? Um Is fun the word you would use for it? That's a good question. There were uh, there were definitely parts of it that I enjoyed, but yeah. fun is like it is it is hard to define. Uh, I was having a good time, so yeah, I'd probably say I was having fun. But um, I don't think I wouldn't say like ah, oh, it was like going bowling. <laughs> 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 <laughs>